Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to immerse yourselves in the American Immersion Theater Podcast with your host, Scott Crampton and Anessa Johnson. Greetings, Immersioneers. I'm Scott, the Maverick of Immersion Crampton. This is my co-host. I'm Anessa, experiential theater fairy godmother Johnson. Welcome to On Acting, the American Immersion Theater podcast. On this show, we teach you to be a better actor. But to be a better actor, you have to realize it's not just about acting. It's It's about about interacting. interacting. So sit back and relax as we teach you the American Immersion Theater method. And once again, uh, the uh, experiential fairy godmother has flown in and saved all of you guys from listening to Just Scott and Anessa talk. It's time for some special guests. They're like your hosts, only they're not terrible. Terrible like Scott and Anessa. Uh, And we do have a special, special guest, uh, Billboard Magazine's emerging artist, Matt Weston. Yay! Yay. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Really glad to be here. All right. So Matt is a he's a country musician. He is an actor. Uh, his music has appeared in the top 200 international country artists. In 2018, he was named the International Music Entertainer Association's Male Country Artist of the Year. And in October of 2018, he was featured as Billboard Magazine's Emerging Artist. And uh, he's also, and this is, in my opinion, very cool, mm-hmm. uh, he is portraying Johnny Cash or is portrayed Johnny Cash in an upcoming movie, 116 McDougal. Yes. Uh, so you are an actor, you are a singer, and a professional wrestler. Is that correct? Or just, just the first two? I'm still training for just that. Just still yeah. training for that. Okay. <laughs> now, tell us what your backstory is. How did you come into singing and acting? Well, it's a little... Um, Interesting, I guess you could say. Uh, I never really set out to pursue it professionally. I had went to school for engineering, and I was well. You might have heard of Carnegie Mellon. We yeah. had a great drama yeah. department, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, anyway, I went there for engineering, and I, I double majored in engineering there. And I worked as an engineer for about six years, but I was miserable. You know, living in a cubicle, and um, just had a really bad experience. So when I lost my job, I decided. I wasn't going back to engineering. I had to follow my heart, my passion, and my creative side because it was just screaming. It was screaming at me the whole time (laughs) I'm sitting in this drab cubicle. Mm -hmm. So when I lost my job, I I decided to pursue acting, and I had already been pursuing it, you know, as a hobby. I had an independent film company in Pittsburgh with, with a couple friends and just been doing some small stuff. And I decided to go for it. So um, I eventually ended up moving up to out to Los Angeles. And I lived there for about a year. And uh, unfortunately, uh, about the time I moved there, my father got sick. And um, almost a year to the day of me moving there, he, he ended up passing away. Oh, wow. So as you could imagine, I was not in a good place you know i was yeah. um, devastated really in a dark dark place i understand I, I just lost my father recently too i completely oh, understand that i'm so sorry to hear that bro yeah it's, it's a big it's a big thing it's a big thing lo- yeah. losing with your parents it's uh one of the biggest <laughs> things that almost everybody goes through and it's life-changing it mm-hmm. puts everything in different oh, perspective yeah. 
I life is completely different and I'm completely different because I really had to build myself back up from the ground. I was destroyed. And, um, well that I, I kind of put acting on the back burner because I moved back to Pittsburgh when my father passed away, um, just for my own health and you know, to be with my family and my mom and everything. Um, so acting was kind of on the back burner and I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, life just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it just, Somehow I, I kind of I describe it as almost a spiritual experience. Um, I just knew one day somehow that I had to pursue music and um, I decided to dedicate my album to my father and uh, he'd always encouraged my singing. So I figured what better way to honor him. And um, so I started pursuing music um, soon after he died and uh, it's been going great. Um, ever since and it really like music and family and 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 god really are the three things that got me through and helped me to heal and i really just recreated myself um but the acting has always still you know been on the back burner still a passion of mine and i was lucky enough that uh, a friend of mine uh, is working on the film 116 mcdougall and when they announced they were going to be casting someone for johnny cash she suggested me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just connections, a connection, yeah. just no audition, a, just a connection. Over, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a connection that I'd made maybe six, seven years prior doing some film work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, they called me and I just so happened to have a recording of me, uh, singing Folsom prison blues. So I sent that to them immediately. They all listened to it and it was unanimous. I was the only one they auditioned, and I got the role. Wow. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. So the music and the acting fit together perfectly, as I knew it would someday. You know, that's yeah. so cool. And uh, so we just did a stage production of that at um, for the Carnegie Mellon International Film Festival um, a few weeks ago. And uh, we put that together in about one day of rehearsal. Oh, and wow. And it went off without a hitch. Everybody was fantastic. It's probably one of the top ten memories that I have uh, in my life. Uh, it just was really incredible. And That's to be awesome. Able to portray Johnny Cash, you know, he's one of my, my idols. He's an icon. It's such an honor. Um, and, uh, so here I am now I'm a, I'm a recording artist and, uh, and I'm back into acting and I, I really couldn't be happier. Now and- for those who are not familiar with the movie, can you tell us what 116 McDougal is about? Sure. Um, it's all about um, the Gaslight Cafe in the late 50s, early 60s in Greenwich Village, New York. And the owner of the Gaslight, his name was John Mitchell. Now, um, what he had was a lot of young folk musicians and, and writers and artists that would come through there and perform their music or read their, their poetry or their, their stories. And um, it was the beginning of the counterculture movement. In America, um, people like Bob Dylan got their start there. He was only like 19 years old yeah. when mm-hmm. he was there. Um, Peter Yarrow, I think, is his name from Peter Paul and Mary. Um, there's, there's, let's see, Salvador Dali's a character in it. Andy Warhol's wow. a character. Uh, Billy Holiday's a character, although I think that's a flashback. But anyways, <laughs> there's all kinds of iconic roles that, and people that came through this place and. The film is about how John Mitchell protected his artists. He called them his kids because they were young. 
Uh, he protected them from the mafia, from the FBI, from the local uh, the police, you know, the local government, because they were considered a threat. It was the counterculture movement, and the you know the higher ups didn't approve of the messages that they were giving. You know, so um, John Mitchell uh, gave them a voice, gave them a platform, and protected them, uh, and ended up changing music and American history in the process. And Johnny Cash used to pop in there from time to time when he was in town and he would play a short set. So when they found out he was there, they had to cast somebody to play Johnny. You know, that's too iconic of a role to skip over. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you are, uh, we saw a picture of you as Johnny Cash and, um, yeah. I, I think you're, you're pretty dead ringer, man. You're, yep. uh, if yep. anything, you might be a little too attractive for Johnny Cash, but other than that, <laughs> uh, uh yeah. we were, we almost, uh, Matt, we went back and forth about allowing you as part of the podcast community to be on because, um, Matt, I'm not going to lie. You are actually too attractive to be on podcasts. I don't know if anybody mentioned that to you before or not, but no, unfortunately, no. that is a thing. There's a certain bar, <laughs> and you do hit just over that. So um, this might be your only time to be on a podcast. So really make that count. Yeah, Scott has a complex now. So. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, I'm not taking compliments where do you, um, but uh, but thank you <laughs> where do you live uh where do you live right now i live in pittsburgh right you live now. in pittsburgh, yeah, right. pittsburgh. So, and you're so that's one of the things that actors are always fascinated about because they get out of college and yes some of them go to college in new york la or some of the more obvious places but a lot of them go <laughs> to college in new brunswick and they're in theater or they're trying to be musicians or something stuff like that um, what is it like in Pittsburgh making, uh, you know, making it as a career? Is that a place you would recommend? Are you looking to get out of Pittsburgh? How does that play out from you from both an acting and a musical perspective? Well, Pittsburgh has a lot to offer. Um, I'm not as plugged into the acting scene in Pittsburgh as I used to be because, you know, I moved across the country and then I came back and just really focused more on music mm-hmm. but there's a lot going on here there's all there's all kinds of theater groups and lots of good uh, schools and um they're always filming some fi- like major hollywood films here mostly geez yeah pretty much every year there's something going on mm-hmm. um so it's an it's a very uh, it's a good town um to get started at least and um and there's some great theaters downtown as well a lot of productions go on there uh, so yeah, there's a lot of acting in Pittsburgh and the music here is great too. And I think that's really starting to blossom. Uh, we have a thing called the Deutschtown music festival. It's been going on for, I think about, I want to say like seven years and they have, I think two or 300 different bands play. Wow. And, uh, it's, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh is really, um, there's a lot to offer here and I- I'm happy here. I think I'd like to stay here as long as I can, because it's where I'm from. It's where my family is and all my friends and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I travel back and forth to Nashville, uh, pretty often, you know, every, every two months or so to, to write music and to, to network and just to you know keep my face fresh there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's really no need for me to move at the moment. The, the world's kind of a lot smaller now with, um, you know, the internet and yeah, absolutely. Actually, actually have people record um my bass guitar and my steel guitar uh, both of those two guys are in nashville and they record it in their studio and send the files up here to pittsburgh wow so 
Yeah, there's um, really no need for me got, to. It, <laughs> that is incredible. Uh, I'll be honest. I, uh, you know, I'm not big into the music scene as much as the theater scene. And I, I've heard of people running like, you know, either backup tracks or like the rap part of a song and they won't actually be at the studio, but I have not heard of that. And I get, I bet that's pretty common. Yeah. That's yeah. an amazing yeah. world, man. So ta- technology. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about Nashville. Nashville happens to be my favorite city in the world. Uh, I absolutely uh, adore Nashville. I don't live in Nashville, but I, I absolutely love it. I think it's a place where people are just constantly striving to do more. Uh, of course, American Version Theater, we have a place in Nashville as well. Uh, and we are going to open up Pittsburgh, uh, but probably not for another year or so. Uh, talk about Nashville, what it was like to move there um, from an entertainer's perspective, and what are the things you like and might recommend or tips, advice for people thinking about moving to Nashville? Mm-hmm. Well, it is a great city. I agree. It's one of my favorite places to visit. Uh, the energy there is great. Um, if you love music, that's really a place to be because there's music everywhere. Yeah, at like every <laughs> single like that's often overstated, right? Like I go to Nashville, there's music everywhere. People don't realize that when you say everywhere, you actually mean that like you go into a bar that's ne- that's playing live music next to another bar playing live music, and you, when you walk out in the street, there's a guy playing live music in between those two bars. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then the thing I love about Nashville. Is you can drive like five minutes away and it'd be in a cornfield, like <laughs> like out of nowhere. It's not. It would be like if New York was right next to wheat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a really cool town. There's really nothing else like it. Um, maybe the closest thing to it would be New Orleans, but that's a little bit different flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Nashville's great, and I've I was surprised, actually pleasantly surprised, to find that the. Um, the music community in Nashville is very supportive. Really? Um, I was expecting it to be a little bit more, um, cutthroat. I hope I don't offend anyone, but, uh, on the West coast, it was, uh, just wasn't for me. You know, the the culture Mm -hmm. just wasn't as, welcoming you know matt on this show what we're trying for is we're just trying for you know actors are scared uh entertainers are scared and they go to this place for like it's honest content so tell me like for real what 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 turned you off to the la scene and you don't have to name a person certainly but like what were the vibes that you didn't like about it or the you said the west coast scene yeah i think just in general and it's a stereotype but i think there's a lot of truth to it um, there's a lot of selfish and shallow people out there that will use you and pretend to be your friend or, um, you know, what's in it for me type thing, or they'll just make empty promises. And there's, there's a lot of dead ends out there. And a lot of, I found a lot of, um, people that I just didn't really want to associate with, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I was only out there for about a year. And I'm speaking from a very narrow perspective. Uh, I'm sure there's great people out there, too, and great communities of artists, actors. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, But my experience was not – it's a big city with a lot of people, and it can be very lonely at times. Very Mm -hmm. lonely. And and how is Nashville different than that? I'm a East Coast guy. I'm from Pittsburgh. You know, the West Coast is not really my speed, um, but Nashville is definitely a little bit more my speed. It's more, um, you know, I guess it, it has more of like the blue collar feel to, um, and the people are just 
uh, southern comfort that they give you. They're, they're very welcoming and supportive and warm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I found it to be um, a place that I would move to um, after experiencing the West Coast. I think Nashville um, is definitely more my speed. And now as for the acting community there. I really don't know the first thing about that. I'm sorry. Oh, that's totally fine. (laughs) Tell me, like, um, again, one of the biggest fears that keeps people, especially this uh, newer generation, I found that a lot of times they're, I'm not trying to be uh, negative, but there's more fear in them. Like there's, there was less going out in the play playground and, you know, just roughhousing with your buddies. And there was a lot more, your mom bubble wrapped you. And (laughs) it can be more terrifying. Just go out there on your own. You've done that. So tell me, you get off the plane to Nashville or get out of the car in Nashville. What did you do the first couple weeks to try to, to make it work? Because obviously you've, you've found success. You've found success, not just in Nashville, but just overall, you have, you're, you're, there's a lot of people that are going to be listening, being like, well, how can I be Matt Weston? And, uh, the answer is going to be, um, you know, uh, apparently be related slightly to Jason Momoa. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> what they can control, how did you, how did you start working in Nashville? How did it start working for you? I guess. Well, there's a few things that, well, there's really three things that I always say, um, if people are looking for advice and, one is you got to believe in yourself and you just, I mean, that's number one. If you don't believe in yourself, you're not going anywhere Absolutely. In, in any aspect of your life. You have to, you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. People and just don't have, have time. I don't have time to work with somebody that doesn't believe in themselves. Like I don't right. have that time. I, 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 I think it's annoying if you're a parent of somebody that doesn't believe in themselves, let alone like you're an employer. <laughs> Yeah. And the thing is, it sounds so simple, but it can be difficult. It yeah. really can't be, and especially if I, I'm my own worst critic. So it took me a while to, to kind of get over that and to get my self-esteem to the point where I believe in myself and I know that I have a purpose and I'm, I really feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And so I'm going to go for it. But that's the number one thing. Believe in yourself. And number two, you have to surround yourself with good people that that you can trust and people that support you and that believe in you and that make you better. Um, I've been blessed with that. And that made my, um, my Nashville experience so much easier because I had a support system and I had great people around me that I could go to for advice or that would, you know, help me or promote me or net, help me network or whatnot. Um, so, yeah, and did you find those people through stuff. college? Sorry. Uh, uh, no, actually, it was through my producer here. I'm okay. actually in the studio today. Uh, my producer, Brian Cole, um, he's in the other room right now. Um, he introduced me to all these great people. Um, and it's really just been a huge blessing to me and took my career from just some, some guy in Pittsburgh that wants to create an album to an internationally you know, known recording artist. So it's, um, that was definitely a blessing to surround yourself with good people. And then you got to take some risks. Mm-hmm. You have to take some risks. Um, and that's the only way you're going to get ahead. If you play it too safe, you're never really going to get very far. So, uh, th- that's my advice. And that's, that's basically how my Nashville experience came together. It was just good people, took some risks and put myself out there. And apparently I have some level of talent and that helps. That, helps. <laughs> that, that definitely doesn't hurt. 
So what are you working on right now? Are you working on more music or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm planning to release a new song every, uh, I guess maybe three months or so kind of seasonally this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stomp on was just released a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we're going to do one. Um, I think it's called Hey Bro. <laughs> Coming up in a couple months, and then one called um, "Drown a Worm." After that, it's about fishing, and then uh, <laughs> then one at the end of the year. Um, what's that called? Uh, Redneck Hallelujah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm working on all three of those right now. I especially appreciate that last one because I'm from Upper Michigan, where basically everyone is known as rednecks. So. Hmm. Really speaks to my people. Yeah, I know it's, it's interesting because you wouldn't assume the farthest north is also viewed as rednecks, but youpers, uh, yeah. as they're called in Michigan, uh, yes, they they very much embody the the, the country culture. Yep, my uh, stepdad is a logger. He wears flannel every day, and he has rosacea, so his skin is literally always red. He is a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think being a redneck or being country or what yeah. is really a geographical thing as much as it's a lifestyle or a mentality. Yeah. I think it might be a little bit of both. (laughs) Uh, And of course uh, you have our red neck of the woods, which you can hear on mattweston.com, which is a great song as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, in general, if you could right now, are are you going to pursue harder the, the theatrical stuff, the, uh, the film stuff, or are you going to be just fully launching into music or what comes to you? Yeah. I don't really see why I can't do both. Mm -hmm. Um, to be honest, you know, because uh, in the recording studio, that's, that's a small amount of time that you need to create a song that will play for months and months and months. So I can, I can go and do acting and I can have a few days in the studio, too. It's no big deal. But an interesting thing that I'm really excited about, uh, the film 116 McDougal is actually being adapted um, for Broadway. It's going to be a Broadway play. Wow, interesting. Pittsburgh and Toronto and New York, I believe. Um, and they asked me if I would like to be Johnny Cash in the play. And I said, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this would have been less interesting had you said no. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'm sorry, I have other commitments. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Right. So you have a shot of uh, uh, going out there on the actual theatrical stage. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It seems like there's yeah. a lot of opportunities, too, for performers who are also singers because you have so many movies and shows like that show. Nashville is literally just about performers in Nashville. And you have so many different shows and movies nowadays days where people really want to see performers who have both sets of talents, you know? So I could definitely see a lot of different musical acting opportunities coming up. And we'll get you back when you win your first Tony. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Matt, at this point in time, we like to play a game called Three Minutes to Win It. So this is a rapid fire guest questions uh, where you basically are going to have three minutes to answer so many questions. There's no way you can do it, uh, but it seems very entertaining. Uh, however, if you can do it, uh, what uh, what does Matt get? Uh, well, you told me that I agreed to write an entire musical album called hey. Scott Crampton is Amazing and King of the Universe. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We'll I'm not that. looking forward uh, to writing it. Why don't we change it, it so. to, since Matt's going to win it, let's change it to Matt Weston's Amazing. Yeah, um, we'll do that. 
And <laughs> all right, so Matt, are you ready for the? Uh, Anessa will be timing this, uh, which makes the game even shadier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Matt, are you ready? Ready as I'm gonna be. All right, you're definitely ready. All right, because we have wasted five, ten seconds talking about if you are ready now. All right, have you ever written a song that made you cry? Definitely. Definitely. Um, what is the favorite song that you've ever written? It was actually um, a song about prayer. And uh, it, it, involved, it was at a time in my life it was really uh, hard. And uh, I felt like it just kind of came out, just poured out of me. All right. Who is your biggest mu- musical influence? Biggest? Mm, not sure. I have a bunch of them. So Johnny Cash is one of them. Johnny Cash uh, is a good one. Cash, uh, at the moment, right now, I'd have to say Johnny Cash at the movie. What's the best yeah. part about playing Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the worst part about playing Johnny Cash then? Um, sometimes I'm not too good at getting a lot of attention. I'm, I can be a little bit shy, so yeah, hmm. I definitely get a lot of attention for it. Less than two minutes. Uh, what board game do you just dominate in? Uh, I don't really play board games because I get bored. That's why they're called board games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who would win an arm wrestling event, you or Jason Momoa? Um, me. All right. If you were in a horror movie, would you survive? Half done. Uh, heck yeah. All right. How would you survive a horror movie? Do you have a strategy? Well, well, I have a lot of different skills. I'm an engineer. I'm an actor. Uh, I know martial arts. I know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> I know how to use a knife. I think I'll be all right. All right. Uh, all right. What's the best restaurant in Pittsburgh? Uh, it depends on your taste, but I'm actually going to a nice Mexican place tonight that I love. It's called La Palapa. La Palapa. I like to say it because I like to go La Palapa, La Palapa, La Palapa. <laughs> it's really good. All right. Common question you get frequently. If you were a Disney princess, which one would you be? Um, Ariel, I guess. All right. They're just princesses. They're all. Yeah, she actually is. She is a legitimately princess. <laughs> her her father has uh, runs the sea, I guess. Uh, all right. So if you were a Disney princess, what would your animal sidekick be? Um, probably be my cat Mina because she's cute. All right. If your life was a soundtrack, but only one song played on repeat, what would it be? My way. (laughs) Okay. Um, are you good at keeping secrets? Absolutely. What is a secret that you can reveal right now that proves that you're not good at keeping secrets? I'm so good at keeping secrets that I forget. Get all of them, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. Last question. What's the best Halloween costume you've ever worn as the buzzer wears? Um, I was Wayne from Wayne's World. Nice. It was so easy. It was cheap. Just bought a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Matt, we have uh, a brief 
uh, plug for us, and then we're going to do some quick plugs for you. Uh, so if you are an actor and you're interested in uh, joining us at the American Immersion Theater family, mm-hmm. you can visit AIT.careers. That's AIT.careers. Uh, and you can check out our fall auditions. That is basically our only auditions left uh, for the next almost year. Uh, they're the big ones, though, and they're the best shot of actually getting in. Uh, so please check out AIT.careers if you are interested. Um, if you're interested in Matt Weston, the first thing you should know is his last name is spelled W E S T I N. That's W E S T I N. So if you're searching him, that is an important thing to note. Uh, Matt, what are some places that you want people to go? Mm-hmm. Um, how about Google? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I, think, yeah. I think they've had a lot of views. <laughs> yeah, hopefully all good stuff. I don't know. But, um, my website's um, mattweston.com. Pretty simple. And there's links on there for my Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. I think my uh, Instagram is at Matt underscore Weston. And I think uh, Twitter's at Matt underscore Weston as well, too. Um, so it's pretty easy to find me. Yep, awesome. and if it's okay with you, Matt, uh, to give people a taste, we'd love to uh, use your new song "Stomp On" as our ending music, so people can get a brief thirty-second taste of that, and then they can hopefully check it out at uh, Matt Weston. Or I assume you might be on Spotify by any oh, chance. Oh yeah, I'm on Spotify, uh, Amazon, iTunes, you name it. Fantastic. Perfect. So you can find his music there. Uh, it is really great. Uh, and in honesty, I, mm-hmm. you know, not just because you're a guest, but I really dug it, man. I liked it. Yeah. I, I, not surprised yeah. at all to hear you're playing Johnny Cash. Yeah. We have a <laughs> lot of guests on, um, and some of them are kind of on their way up, on their way down. And occasionally you get one where we're like, will we be able to get him in three years? And you <laughs> strike me as, will we be able to get you in three years? So uh, good luck with everything. And that is a wrap. Uh, so this is Scott from American Immersion Theater reminding you that theater is a story about others. American Immersion Theater is a story about you. Good night. Good night. Fifty cent wings throwing darts in the back is where you find me. Stomp on, stomp on, stomp on into my stomping grounds. Come on, let me show you around. Stomp on into my stomping grounds. Stomp on, stomp on, stomp on into my stomping grounds. Come on, let me show you around. Stomp on into my stomping grounds. Everyone's drank Becky's showing off a brand new ink Second cousin Kenny plays bass in the band They're about to go on Let's find a place to stand